0: Hello, have you ever wondered how you can improve your self-esteem and overcome limiting beliefs? Well, we have someone here that's going to help answer those questions and much more. Hello, this is Vincent
1: and Valerie Word.
0: and on this episode of Couples Pursuit,
1: We're going to talk about improving self-esteem and overcoming limited beliefs.
0: We have a special guest with us. Yes, it's Kiana Mitchell. How you doing? Hello, Hello. Kiana.
1: Welcome, welcome. We're going to tell you you a little bit about Kiana. Um, And then we're going to let her tell you a little bit more about herself. Mm -hmm. Kiana W. Mitchell is a relationship coach and podcaster who helps women work on their self-esteem and overcome their limiting beliefs so that they can have the relationships that they desire. In addition to being a relationship coach and podcaster, Kiana is also a singer, songwriter, who has a master's degree in counseling psychology with a concentration in rehabilitation. Mm. For the past 10 years, Kiana has worked as a job coach and a rehabilitation counselor for the state of Alabama. Today, Kiana offers a wide range of programs and services, which include the three-day marriage bootcamp and mm. her signature program, Improve Your Marriage While Improving Yourself
0: wow that
1: is great (laughs) later we're gonna give you some information about how to contact kiana but welcome to couples pursuit live tell
2: us a little bit more about yourself
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm.
2: okay well how much do you want to know because there's quite a lot i can tell you (laughs) let it rip (laughs) okay well tell us about yourself well, my name is Kiana W. Mitchell, The W stands for Williams because that used to be my maiden name. And when I got married, I kind of wanted to keep something. So I just kept my middle name, my maiden <laughs> name. Yeah. So that's one thing. And yeah, I've been working ever since I can remember, like since I was a kid. I don't know. It's like I love reading about marriage, I love reading about relationships. Mm-hmm. I would be the, that nerdy kid who's looking in the, encyclopedia reading about mm-hmm. relationships or even when I got older as a teenager and I had a job I write books about it it was just something about relationships and things that just interested me mm-hmm. and so I would just read about it mm-hmm. as and I yeah so that also helped with what I'm doing now because it just grew like I got married after I got married I was thinking is gonna be happily ever after because you know that's just the thing you see on Disney and all those <laughs> little movies. You know, Cinderella found her Prince Charming and Sleeping Beauty got kissed by the Prince. You know, they were so happy. But, you know, that didn't quite happen because no one ever told you <laughs> that you have to work on stuff and that you have to compromise and that you have to forgive. And that no one told you about all the hard work that goes into being married. So mm. for years, like my husband and I, we struggled back and forth and everything. It was not fun. Mm-hmm. And then one Never day, we both, yeah, it's just not fun. <laughs> and then one day we're just like, you know what? He's not changing. And he's like, she's not changing. So we're just like, you know, we just don't work on ourselves. Like, <laughs> we're just going to let them do whatever they want to do. <laughs> and we're just going to work on ourselves. And once we started to do that, we saw that things got better and things improved. Now, of course, my marriage isn't perfect. like life. I told you it was. I think all couples have things that they deal with. You know, those same issues that keep coming up and can never resolve. I just think that's part of being married, part of life. But we learn how to make things work and how to just accept each other by just like, you know what, I'm just gonna work on me. Mm -hmm. That's pretty much what we decided to do.
0: That is (laughs) awesome, that is awesome. And look, before we dive deep into this world-saving stuff that we're gonna talk about tonight, (laughs) you know, increasing self-esteem and overcoming limited beliefs, I, I read something on your bio and just i was like interesting so you are um you sing and you're a songwriter
2: i do and that's <laughs> kind of how i got into podcasting because ever since i was younger and addition to that i always wanted to be a singer i didn't even want to go to college cause i was just like i'm just gonna sing but my mom was like okay kiana listen she said i know you want to be a saner i don't want you to be a starving artist so you gotta do something she's like so either you go to college and you can live here rent free and i'll pay your car payment or you don't go to college and you get a job and you gotta pay part you gotta help me out with rent and you have to pay your car payment wow. and i knew at that time the job that i had was not enough to pay anything <laughs> and i was not trying to work like hard and have to start doing all that so i was like okay let me find myself some time so then i was like I'll go to college, but I don't plan on paying attention. You know, I'll make decent enough grades, but I'm going to sing, so it really doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. But I went to college because it's like, there's no way I could afford to pay for rent or car payment. (laughs) Like, I knew that that was not possible. So I went to college, and at first I majored in speech pathology, but then realized I did not like that. Mm -hmm. It was not for me. So then I was in school for like three years and I realized that, and then I was like, okay, what will take the credits that I have? Mm-hmm. And it turned out it was criminal justice. Wow. So I went and I got a bachelor's in criminal justice. And then after that, like years later, I decided to go get a master's in counseling psychology. But I have always wanted to be a senior and that was the whole thing. So after I got my degree and everything, I got married. I started singing again, writing songs. And then I was trying to figure out, like, how am I going to get my songs out there? What am I going to do? And that is when I thought about podcasting. So I was like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I was like, oh, wow, I can have a show called The Written by Podcast and tell people why I write the songs. Now, that's a great idea. But you know, I kind of think you need to be famous for that to happen because like nobody knew of me and I had my 30 faithful listeners and to this day I am grateful for them. But like 10 episodes in, I'm just like, hmm, I'm not growing, it's still the same 30 people. And I was kind of running out of content because I was writing songs all the time, but like I realized my motivation came from the same place, it was all about relationships, like Mm. relationship issues, relationship drama, it wasn't like the happy, I mean I had some happy songs but they were all like relationship issue kind of songs. Like some people would listen to if they were going through something. And I mean, how many times can you be on a podcast and say, well, I wrote this song because I saw a show and it reminded me of a relationship problem or (laughs) I heard a song and I was thinking about a relationship problem. Like there's always so many episodes of that you have. Like after Mm -hmm. the first three episodes, you're like, okay, we get it, there's a relationship problem. (laughs) So that whole thing, I i realized it wasn't sustainable so i yeah. stopped podcasting for a while and then another thing about that show is like the name no one would get it i had to pronounce it too many times and so i was like if i had to keep telling people it's the written by podcast they're like huh what i was like <laughs> maybe i need to rebrand because this is not going to work it's not sustainable so what i did was i took like three months or six months off right And I thought about it. I was like, okay, so what do you write about? And I was like, you write about, you write love songs. I was like, okay, Mm -hmm. what do you like to read about? I was like, I like to read about relationships. I like to read books about it. And then I was like, okay, so why don't I do a podcast where the focus is not music right now. Mm -hmm. The focus is about talking about relationships. And then you can put one of your songs in that deals with that topic. So that is how I came up. At the time, it was called Music and Vibes. But then, like last year, I kind of rebranded it again, and I called it Music and Therapy because someone pointed out, they're like, Kiana, they're like, we like your name, Music and Vibes. You love the logo. They're like, but it doesn't say what you do. They're like, this is a relationship podcast. So... You may want, they're like, have you ever thought about changing the name? And I was like, Mm -hmm. no, I haven't. They're like, you should do that. They say you have a degree, you have a master's. They're like, you have an education, you have background in this. They're like, you're given a lot of value. They're like, you should change your name. So then we talked about it. And then after a while, I came up with the name Music and Therapy with Relationship Coach Kiana W. Mitchell. So that is how it went through like several stages, but that's how I got to the podcast that I have now.
0: Mm-hmm. oh that is awesome wow. that is awesome
1: yeah well, i think it's great you know that that your goal is to help people with improving their self-esteem and overcoming limiting beliefs so what are some of the strategies that you have for women um, on how to do that
2: the first strategy i have and i think is like a core foundation is looking at yourself mm-hmm. like find out what your triggers are because so many times it's like we react to things and I know most of the time if you look at any argument it's reaction you're reacting to something someone did so if as women we can look and say okay why are we reacting this way Mm -hmm. what is this triggering why are we doing this because so many times we don't realize it but there are a lot of things that make up us (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. there's like your childhood if there was any trauma if you saw a positive relationship modeled for you or not it's just so much that go into it and if you don't know why you're reacting the way you're reacting, Mm -hmm. then you're not gonna be able to fix anything because you don't know what to do. So the first thing I just tell Mm -hmm. people is like, okay, so we need to figure out why are you feeling this way mm-hmm. and i like to let people know that when you get angry it's just a symptom of something else because a lot of times anger is like that best friend you never knew you had you know it's an easy place to go you don't have to feel any emotion behind it you don't have to feel anything it's just like angry <laughs> yeah like
1: a catch-all bucket for your feelings right
2: it is and it makes you feel good and you feel powerful because you're angry you feel like you're in control you can do something but if you actually took time and to say why am I angry most of the time it's because you're hurt or you feel disrespected or something deeper it's just the default emotion that we go to most of the time so that is why I tell we work on like finding out what your triggers are find out why you're angry because you might not be angry at all you could just be hurt and if right. you're hurt then you need to talk about why you're hurt and how somebody's actions made you feel rather than i'm mad you're a piece of crap i hate you you know <laughs> you need to figure out what is the core of this problem and i think once you figure out what the core of the problem is then you can talk rationally you can have some idea of what you guys want to talk about instead of screaming at each other because you're both mad because that mm. never works Right. that's
1: so good we just we just finished talking about um We talked about the subject of loneliness, but, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, what, in the way that some people respond to each other, anger may be the first emotion, but there's always something under anger. Anger covers. Anger is a carrier for another Mm -hmm. emotion, Mm -hmm. you know? Exactly. Uh, There are times to be angry, but in relationships, you know, we really shouldn't,
2: that shouldn't be the thing that
1: we lead with. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and I think you can always tell because it's like, If someone just blows up like out of nowhere and they get and they take anger to another level because it's normal to be angry. But if you are angry about something that occurred, like somebody hits your car. Yeah, that's a normal reaction to anger. Mm. Or maybe your kids like messed up your phone. Normal reaction to anger. But... (laughs) if you and your spouse are having a conversation and then he mentioned something or she mentioned something and then you blow up that's a, that's a sign that wait wait wait
0: yeah
2: that reaction mm-hmm. is an overreaction to what just happened it's not appropriate for that response so that should mm-hmm. let you know that hey there is something going on and if you're the person who had that sudden burst of anger and it just came out of nowhere then that's why you should just ask yourself like okay why am I getting angry? What is making me feel this way? So you can get to the core of what's going on.
0: Yeah, so awesome. those um, limiting beliefs you, you spoke about earlier, um, we, we talked about a, ho- a whole bunch of them. But the, like some of the core, core ones that you discuss on your podcast and, are you, and also when you talk with the women or just in, with couples in general like what are some of like the core things we have to overcome to even get to the point where we can build up our self-esteem like what are those things that we're telling ourselves that we can't do you know what-
2: oh i love that i just did a podcast episode on it this week it's like we're telling ourselves we can't do it mm-hmm. like you may say well i can't make my you, i mean and you may not even say it but like if you grew up in a home where your parents were divorced separated or something happened you may think you can't have a good marriage Mm -hmm. or that you won't find anyone to love you or that if your marriage is on the rocks and you're going through a rough time that oh I can't make it work it's not going to work out Mm -hmm. it's like your mind believes what you tell it so if you are telling Mm -hmm. it these things then of course you you're not going to make it work you're it's not going to happen and I think sometimes we lean too heavily like on divorce like well if it doesn't work out then I can just get a divorce so I can do Mm this now I do think divorce has its place like if someone is in a physically abusive relationship Mm -hmm. or mentally abusive thing I think any relationship where you're being um, hurt physically or emotionally you have to get out like I can't find any justification to stay now if you want to work on it you got to work on it apart and make sure those actions can never happen again. Mm-hmm. But that would be a time i say, yeah, you should probably just let it go, but that depends on the person. Mm-hmm. But if it's like a relationship and things are just hard and you're growing apart, I think that if both individuals took divorce off the table and be like, okay, so we're not gonna talk about it, that's not a backup plan, mm-hmm. and then move forward and try to work on things, it would be a lot better. And so that is why I just say the things you tell yourself And what you believe about your marriage is true. What you believe about your spouse is true, based on your perception. So if you think that your husband's a slob or he's a jerk, then that's how you're going to view him. And if you think your wife,
1: yeah, yeah, and if
2: you think your wife is lazy or nagging or whatever, then that your perception becomes your reality. So it's all about your mind and what you believe, and it takes a lot of working on yourself understanding why you see your partner the way you do and then working on reframing and changing the way you view your spouse.
1: That is That's a, good. Yeah, I, also, I'm sorry, go ahead. But honey.
0: No, I'm just saying as far as the, the abuse and, and there's, there are places where you have to remove yourself. I think the, the key thing to remember is that no adult deserves to be disciplined by another adult. Exactly. No, I, don't, I shouldn't discipline my spouse. She shouldn't have to discipline me to get a point across you know we're 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 at a place right now we're grown she better talk about it but sometimes we can use anger as a form of i'm gonna get her i'm gonna Mm -hmm. get her i'm gonna get him i'm gonna put them put him or her
1: in their place or or i'm going to protect myself by shutting them out Mm -hmm. i'm gonna protect myself by being angry you know I'm, i'm gonna protect myself by by making sure they don't continue to question me because I'm not ready to confront where I am how I am who mm-hmm. I am or mm-hmm. I don't know who I am yeah, and why I am the way that I am and something you said before um, you said uh, you know it's like if we believe whatever it is about ourselves or our spouse then that's what you perpetuate because we build what we believe mm-hmm. right and yeah. that's not just what we believe about other people it's not just what we have said to ourselves, but it's also what are the Things that have been said to us mm-hmm. Well marriage right. sucks Marriage doesn't work yeah, Women are mm-hmm. you know nags A woman yeah. a wife is a ball and chain A man is a dog A man is never faithful exactly. If you come into it with that Then you will You know
2: you will believe that
1: mm-hmm. You, mm-hmm. That's how you set the bar For your life
2: Exactly. Yeah. And that's true. And that's why it's important to kind of look at your parents' marriage, see what worked, what didn't work. And if it didn't work, then you need to understand why it didn't work. I would even say, if your parents are alive, talk to them, find out why it didn't work, what mm-hmm. happened. Because if you don't, then you have a chance of repeating that. And the crazy thing about it is so like sometimes we don't even know why we're doing what we're doing. Mm-hmm. We're just true. following the example that we saw and we don't always realize what's happening until it's a little too late. <laughs> that is so good. That I is chuckle so good.
1: because there's um, a former pastor said to us one time, he gave us the, the scenario of the the roast, right? Mm-hmm. The way we cook roast at our house is we cut off one, a little bit off one end and one off another end. And that's how you cook it. And so down the line, that's how everybody did it. And no one ever asked why they did it that way. Well, the reason why they did it that way is because grandma had a small roasting pan (laughs) and the roast couldn't fit in the pan. So you continue to waste and to do things in a way that you were taught, whether you whether she told you to do it or you just saw her do it Mm -hmm. that way you adapted yourself to that Mm -hmm. and it wasn't necessary and Mm -hmm. it's a funny scenario it's a food scenario but it's the same way Mm -hmm. well I saw my dad talk to my mom yeah like that Mm -hmm. or I never saw my mom and dad kiss or hug or show affection so it's like why does this woman want me to touch her Mm -hmm. kiss her you know say sweet words to her that's not what my parents did and it's
0: a it's Mm -hmm. a belief it's something that you've been trained in knowingly or unknowingly something that you you know you raise up throughout generations Mm -hmm. and it's it's, you kind of took on the persona of well like like my wife said this is the way they've done i've always been told Mm -hmm. and um here you go you now you're trying to bring that into your marriage and your Mm -hmm. spouse is like wait a minute no that's not that's not my belief. My, I right. <laughs> believe we should be open. We should be able to talk. We should be able to share. We should be able to be intimate. Mm-hmm. And not only when you're feeling good, it's when you, it's the other things that you're not feeling or that you are feeling right. that you don't want to share, we should still be able to have those intimate um, right. interactions with each other. So that's overcoming true. those limits and beliefs is so powerful.
1: It is. And also another thing, and I'd love to know your opinion about this. Um, if you did have parents who had a successful marriage, right? Mm -hmm. And you come into relationship with your spouse, expecting your spouse to be as your mother or father Mm -hmm. was,
2: that's limiting as well. It is because it's like, maybe your parents had a successful relationship but that doesn't mean that your spouse parents did. And it doesn't mean that that's what they were taught. I mean, we come from different places, different backgrounds. Mm-hmm. And even think about it, even people who grew up in the same house have a different experience. So right. it's like it's like crazy to think that your spouse is going to have the same experience you had, even if you have similar backgrounds, because that's just not how it works out. And it's yeah. just based on who they are, maybe that's just not them. Like maybe that's just not their <laughs> love language. Right. And that's not how they express love. So you have to take all these things into consideration and be accepting of whoever you have because you can't change them and you should just accept them.
1: Mm, now amazing. you you um you touched on something a little while ago where you talked about you know you and your spouse having difficulty and you decided that you should work on yourself Mm. and one of the things you mentioned one of the programs that you have are um is entitled improve your marriage while improving yourself Mm -hmm. is that the thing that pushed you to uh foster this program the experience you had within your own marriage
2: yes because i realized that like me focusing all my time and attention on what I thought he wasn't doing was Mm -hmm. actually holding me back because Mm -hmm. it's like I was getting mad. I was frustrated. I wasn't practicing self-care because I was just too pissed at him. So I mean, (laughs) it was just like a cycle over and over and over. And I just, I was like, I need to get off this cycle. So what I started to do was just take care of myself, focus on me. Of course, I was nice. I was kind. I still did all those things but then it made me realize okay kiana maybe you're not the easiest person to live with and mm. you can hold a grudge and even though you may say it's not your fault but you did like argue when you did join in <laughs> and argue. already yeah. related it to the problem yeah it's yeah. like we have yeah, to admit yeah. that no matter what we do we like are half the problem like yeah. if someone wants to argue if you just don't argue with them and walk away then there's no argument like all That's the things true. we do with our spouse like they can't do alone so mm-hmm. if we join in regardless of what you might think about it it's like you're part of the problem too so if you yes. work on yourself and fix yep. that problem then it's less it's like you fixed half the problem already so yeah, you have less <laughs> time to argue
1: mm-hmm. less time to be yeah. disagreeable and then that gives them time to breathe also and really be introspective and look at themselves and see mm-hmm. you know what she didn't answer me back this time so instead of me being ready to fight or argue or disagree with her, be combative mm-hmm. or defensive. Right Now I get to sit and think about the fact that I need to work on me too.
0: That's, yeah, yeah. And, and the self-esteem that you talked about earlier, how sometimes we can carry our version of who we think we are, who we see ourselves as in our relationship. Mm-hmm. Now mm-hmm. If we don't have a, a great um, self-esteem value within mm-hmm. ourselves, mm-hmm. then that carries over also. So when your spouse does something like not really you know, um, touch you when he comes in the house or mm-hmm. she comes in the house or not really say hello, then, you know, that could you. be yeah. something kind of residual thing that, that well, people didn't speak to you, you know, when they were mad at you or your parents right. used um, withdrawal as their emotions um, as punishment. punishment for you you know so mm-hmm. now here's your spouse doing the same thing and so you have a you, you have low self-esteem in in certain areas that we bring into this marriage mm-hmm. and then your spouse does something in their eyes it's, it's like harmless it's, it's harmless it's yeah really that, i don't think it was that serious but right. it's the like one of the biggest things for you because
1: <laughs> it's the triggers you talked well, about in
2: the yeah beginning
0: yeah yeah um i was thinking about what what, what hoppo said I, it's really out of context but um know whoopi said whoopi no was hoppo said uh, not hoppo um oprah said said my daddy didn't even beat me oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Let's
1: it. like,
0: my daddy didn't even touch me you know right. and it's like here's my husband you know being you know unaffectionate to me mm-hmm. and, and you already are kind of you know you you're dealing with that area of trying to heal from that mm-hmm. and now we're in a rela- we're in a new relationship and we're having to build up our self esteem, overcome limited beliefs and be this man or woman and <laughs> for our spouse yeah, You yeah. <laughs> talk more about that, yeah please. this
1: image that they have created in their minds because that is a thing as well, we have an idea of who our husband or wife should be mm-hmm. and then our husband or wife don't have any idea that that's Oh, that's who you expect me to be mm-hmm. that's how you expect well i don't i'm not built like that i don't you know i don't work that way mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that can become so we, counterproductive we
0: need some um,
2: yeah.
0: Kiana, some 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 things that we can do we can take
2: oh, and um, build
0: upon this and also share with others like my wife said mm-hmm. like some mm-hmm. some some, tech, some 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 roll up our sleeves you know that's what i do right here. <laughs> <laughs> What are some things that yes. we can that we can do, that we can take home right now, we can start working on right now?
2: The first thing I would say is drop all your expectations. Like, mm. leave them alone. Because wow. the person that you thought you had and made up in your mind, that's who you're gonna marry, that's not who you marry. You marry the man or woman that you have. So drop those expectations and get to know them for who they are, get to accept them. Because once you do that, you will see a lot of your resentment for them will probably go away because that you're trying to make them live up to something that you never even told them about, but that was your vision of a me. And so if you drop those expectations, then that would be the first thing I would say. Next, I would say, forgive anything that you think they've done wrong to you, because if you're not if you can't forgive them you're just holding a grudge and then any little thing they do is just like see they did this they did that and it's almost like a list of memories that you have negative things about them and they can't even live it down like forgive it let it go just drop it and then the third thing that i would say is to make sure that every day you think of one or two things positive because there's a lot of negative and we all feed off a negative you know that it's easy to to see the negative and point that out but what about the positive like there has to be something positive about your spouse. So the more you practice saying a couple of positive things to them or thinking a couple of positive things about them, the happier you would be with them because you'd be like, oh, they're not so bad. Oh, he did this or she did that. And you begin to notice like the things you noticed at the very beginning when y'all fell in love. So those are the three main things I would say you can start doing now.
1: Awesome. Yeah. That is good advice. Uh, before you leave us, I know we're probably getting close to time, but I would love for you to share um what your three-day marriage boot boot camp entails can you tell us about
2: that yes i absolutely can so the three-day marriage boot camp is a weekend so it's a friday saturday sunday it's It's at six o'clock and what we do is pretty much i go over the first three lessons of my course of my program because i think those are the foundations like even if you did not take the rest of the course anything if you had those three foundations then you can at least begin to do the work you can at least begin to change something to start to see some improvement because That is what I think a lot of people need. It's like, people don't wanna hear, you know, all the things that they could do or whatever. They need something to work for them now. And so the three things we talk about is identifying your triggers, understanding yourself and why you feel this way. Because once you understand that, you can communicate that to someone in a rational way that they can understand. And then we talk about self esteem because if I do think that sometimes people have low self esteem, so they take whatever. And instead of having like a higher expectation, like I think that, how can I put it? I think we treat, we teach people how to treat us. Mm, So if we have a low self esteem and somebody, let's say that your husband or wife never watched the dishes because they know you're just gonna come behind them and pick it up. (laughs) And you keep doing it over and over and over again, but yet you're mad and you're resentful. You have to ask yourself, why am I doing this? Why am I cleaning up behind them? And once you figure out why you're doing it, and then that would help you to have a conversation like, listen, I love you, but I can't keep cleaning up the dishes. We both work. What if I did it this day? You do it that day, Mm -hmm. but it will help you figure it out. But if you don't understand that you don't deserve to have to do this every day and be the only person cleaning up behind somebody and you don't have the courage to say anything because you don't want to make your spouse mad or what if he or she will leave me or whatever, Mm -hmm. then your self-esteem issue is letting someone walk all over you. And Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that your spouse is a bad person because if someone's always washing dishes for me, then I'm not going to think about washing them because I know they're going to get done. It's (laughs) just how we are, you know? So (laughs) if you can't speak up, and talk about things, then I feel that it's never going to get resolved. And I think sometimes low self-esteem and being afraid of being alone or making someone mad or that they'll leave you hinders people from actually saying how they're feeling and stop couples from working on things that they need to work with or even having conversations they need to have because mm-hmm. of fear of being alone or being left or abandoned.
1: Mm-hmm. Dude,
0: this is this is so good. I when we get to. Around that thirty-minute mark of an episode, I'm like, man, wow, so much more to talk about. <laughs> we have to unpack. So that, that that lets us know we have to have you back, right. so we can get talk about more. But look, before we go though, is is there any we talk about a lot? And you gave us so many nuggets. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife is not just looking. She's looking at she's writing. She's just like, she's yes. the to know. She loves <laughs> to drop notes. Loves, just, <laughs> but is there anything that, 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 that you want to talk about that we didn't get to today? Is, is there something that we might have left, left out that you said, well, I want, I want to make sure they got this.
2: Yes. The one thing I want to make sure everyone gets is that you have to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can have a successful marriage if you let yourself go. And when I say that, it's not. I'm not talking about looks. I'm not talking about clothes. I'm not talking about any of that stuff. But you have to be emotionally healthy. And sometimes we get into relationships. We stop thinking about what we like, our hobbies, our goals, who we are as people. And we just off of who our spouse is and we lose ourselves so Mm -hmm. the point is you have to find yourself rediscover who you are what you like because if you can do that then you're going to be a better partner because you're going to be happy you're going to be satisfied with yourself if you want to exercise for cardio purposes just to be healthy just do some things for you because if you do that and take care of your mental health you take care of yourself then you'll be a better spouse. You'll be a better mom, father. Like whatever it is, you'll be better because you are healthy.
0: I think that's great. That is a topic. That's awesome emotional fitness, emotional health
1: Yeah, help.
0: What would you say? Emotional, health. emotionally healthy. Yeah, yes. yeah. That is. I like that emotional health. I, I, I want to yeah. say emotional fitness. That sounds like a, a really
1: good. It's um. a good guy, right? <laughs> <Yeah, it> that is. But <laughs> well, that that lends itself to the fantasy or the the fallacy that mm-hmm. uh rather that you know someone completes you right Exactly. you come into a relationship whole and not half yes i need all of him mm-hmm. not half you of know. him right <laughs> it it it's true it's no, not no, work. all of you. that gets us halfway there <laughs> yes yeah so look, I, we said
0: we we're gonna drop the um link to your website we we're gonna do that in the comments but um how can the people get in touch with you other than the website? Are you and like, your podcast.
2: And yeah, your tell podcast. us all your, your yeah. outlets. Okay, so on, I'm on Spotify and I'm easy to find if you just put in Music and Therapy with Relationship Coach. By the time you get there, Kiana W. Mitchell should pop up because there's no other <laughs> podcast with that title. <laughs> so it's, relationship co- it's Music and Therapy with Relationship Coach Kiana W. Mitchell. So that's one podcast. I do have another podcast called Finding God Podcast and that just talks about how people find God. So that's there too. If you just type that in, you can find that. um I have a website, of course, kianawmitchell.club, because I'm doing a lot of things and everything that I'm doing is theirs. So there you go with that. I'm also on Instagram and Facebook as on Instagram, you can find me as Anique. And then on Facebook, you can find me as either Kiana W. Mitchell or Kiana Mitchell or you can just go to Music and Therapy. I have a Facebook group and a page. So
0: That is awesome. awesome. And we can get in touch with you about the um, the three-day was it, was it a workshop. Three-day the, marriage boot uh-huh. camp. By going to the website, we can get information for that also? You can,
2: but I can also send you the sales page and I can okay. send the information and you can awesome. get that as well. Okay. We
1: just want to make sure we
2: articulate the
1: website for listeners also. It is uh, www.kea.com N A W M I T C H E L L dot C L U B. Correct?
2: Yes. Mm -hmm. Correct. Yes. That is good, that is good.
0: Well, I hope that you learned something today. Thank you so much for um, join uh, um this couple's pursuit live mm-hmm. we love conversations like these we love yes. to meet people like kiana mm-hmm. we love just to hear the wealth in the short amount of time that we had mm-hmm. and to be able to pass that along mm-hmm. it was such a great interview thank you so much for dropping thank by, you kiana. so we much thank you for so having me and look if you learned something from this episode today please leave a comment let us know and if you have a message or something that you say hey kiana keep it going yay we want to root it we want to keep cheering around let us know we'll pass it along yes. to her so if you have time.
1: questions also, we thank you again, Kiana. May the Lord thank bless you. you, may He keep you, make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you and give you peace. Till next time on Couples Pursuit Live. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs>